0: Good morning everybody, it's John Millen with Benefit Hackers Hey, uh, quick call today, I had a conversation yesterday with a friend of mine And he said, he goes, John, what exactly is a Benefit Hacker? <laughs> I chuckled, and I'm like, oh, funny you should ask, because he saw our <clears throat> email tagline He's like, what exactly does that mean? And I said, I'll tell you what it means Benefit Hacking is kind of a slogan we developed slowly, like not intentionally, but it was a slogan that means um, finding better ways to solve employee benefit problems for companies and employees. It's tips and techniques, it's tricks, it's strategies, it's little known secrets maybe. Um, It's not that we create new stuff, like in insurance or employee benefits industry, it's a mature industry, so it's not like we're creating new products out, out of thin air. It's we're using what's been there all the time just in shortcuts. It's a hack, right? If you've ever seen like a life hack or how to uh, do things shorter or a biohack, how to make your body perform better. It's the same concept, but I picked it up um, from a slogan a few months ago when I was attending a ClickFunnels convention in Nashville with Russell Brunson, and they call themselves funnel hackers. And it just kind of stuck with me when I was there. And then so I started thinking about benefit hackers and what we do, and, and I thought back on the 17 years of experience we've had. We have counseled over 10,000 employees one-on-one in 17 years. That's a lot of experience. And so we've seen when companies roll out really good things and when they roll out really bad things. And so <clears throat> we've kind of, or hacking. So an example would be talking to a client recently, a, pr- a prospect, I should say, Small company growing, they have six employees, and they were looking at two medical plans. And I said, why, why have two? Let's just have one. Because until you get to a little larger size, or until you have maybe differing demographic groups of people, maybe classes of employees, where you may want to offer different things, why have two? And, you know, talking to the person responsible for human resources, which is also responsible for so many other operational things, And I'm like, your life will be a lot easier if you just had one rather than two, because now you got to remember two plans and make sure they get in the right plan. And remember, hope an employee doesn't pick the wrong plan because they see it in writing and then they select the wrong one when they enroll. So many things can come up operationally in the back end and just keep it simple. The two plans they were looking at were almost very similar in price. And one had a little bit better coverage. I'm like, just go with one or the other. Just make it simple, keep on. That's an example, right? Um, I don't know whether a- other advisors would have counseled them on that. I, I, my feeling, and I've seen this enough times, is they were like, hey, yeah, let's just do two. But they're not thinking through like, what's a hack? The hack is do one. You don't need two plans. I'm helping you out by telling you, you don't need two plans. We can look at two plans later. Or uh, another hack might be another company was looking at two dental plans. A larger group that had about 22 employees. They currently have two dental plans. I said, why do we need two dental plans? Let's have one dental plan. Like you really don't need a buy-up plan on dental. Let's just pick a good plan and have one. They're like, oh, that's a good idea. That's another hack. They're simple. So these are things we do. We, We challenge the status quo is a good way of thinking of it. We look at what's typically done and ask why. Why are we doing that? Can we make it better? Let's think through the process all the way through from beginning to end That means from design, to price, to communication, to enrollment, to post enrollment, to enrolling new hires, to administration, to claims, and then repeat the second year, the third year, the fourth year. Look through the whole life cycle of benefits, not just, hey, let's just do that because the price looks good, or hey, let's do this because we did this before. Let's challenge the status quo. We're not shackled by carriers. We're not shackled by commissions that they they pay us. Um, We do sometimes, which we have those difficult conversations that maybe others aren't willing to do. And we're willing to ask those hard questions of people. Like, why do you wanna have two plans? Seems like a very simple question. When I say it, it doesn't seem like a hard question, but then why are there so many small little companies with two plans? Like no one asked the question and pushed back a little bit didn't just take the first response like I don't know just want to have two oh, okay no that's not a good enough reason you're, you're setting yourself up for some complexity um, and so I think that's what makes us unique we don't have the market on ideas or strategies we're not the only one that does this but after 17 years and 10,000 interactions with employees that's very unique most consultants might have presented from the room to a group of 10,000 people, but they didn't talk one on one with 10,000 people. They didn't sit for 30 minutes, one at a time, over the phone, co or belly to belly. They didn't do that. I guarantee you that's what we have done. And when you do that, you hear directly from the employee in a very safe environment when they ask a question like, I don't understand what an HSA plan is. But you hear it over and over and over Or they say, we ask, how much do you want to contribute to your HSA plan? They say, none. And you know that they probably could benefit. We say, why? Because I don't understand how this works. Or when we talk to an employee at an enrollment and they have an HRA, which most even advisors don't totally understand and definitely worksite benefits people typically don't get like they don't, they definitely don't understand this whole HRA complexity that you build into your plan. So just some quick, there's so many scenarios I could go through on every single product line from disability to accident, to life insurance, to pet insurance, to identity theft coverage, to enrollment platforms, to wellness programs, to communication engagement programs, to reducing ER visits, to claims administration, to true portability, all kinds of stuff, right? That's what we do. So hope that makes sense. People have been asking recently since our branding is starting to spread a little bit. So I thought I'd share a little bit about us. Check us out at BenefitHackers.com if you want an ob- a, a, an objective third party or second party review, third party review, I guess it is, um, a second opinion, right? That's what we're telling people. You get a second opinion when you buy a set of tires. When you go buy a big screen TV, you don't just go into Walmart and buy it. You normally look online or go to Best Buy or Target, right? But yet, with benefit packages, that's your second highest line item expense in most cases. People aren't willing to even get a second opinion because, oh, I've been with someone for 10 years. So, what? What does that have to do with anything? Just because you've been with someone in, as a consultant for 10 years, doesn't mean you shouldn't get a second opinion. You, you owe it, it's your fiduciary responsibility as an officer in that company. You owe it to the company and you owe it to the employees to take a second look more than just once every 10 years. And as Forrest Gump would say, that's all I gotta say about that, Jen A, we'll hit you on the next podcast.